What's up, everybody? Yo, Hollow Cult. How's it going? Happy New Year, everyone. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> Heck yeah, 2023 coming in hot. Uh, hopefully, excited to be back the, today. Hopefully this is a good year for everybody. Yeah. It's a manifest a good year. Big facts. <laughs> I, I can get behind whole, that. I can get behind that. For the whole hollow crew. Well, we're glad you're all here to hang out with us today. Hope uh, everybody's got some weird stuff they'd like to talk about later on in the show. Uh, the more we dive into this, the uh, more excited I get about it. Yeah, it's every, a lot of fun. After every episode, uh, me and Kyle just kind of sit here and we're like, this was pretty pretty good time. Pretty good yeah, time. I, I always enjoy <laughs> it. It's awesome. Uh, it is awesome. So... What, what do you got going on, Kyle? What have you been working on, bud? Uh, I got, like I said, I've been digging into the mystical items <clears throat> a lot here lately, and some of that stuff is gonna be so much fun to talk about. Like it's some of them. Like I, I meant to do like a short spiel on each of these things, kind of like you did with the Santa Claus encounters. But then I get to, I get to digging into them, and I'm like, "There's so much meat here. Like, I got to tell the story. You have to tell the story behind it. You know, you have to." And so I've been working on that. But I, uh, I popped the holophone open today. I've been talking to some dude through there, and of course, everything is uh, anonymous. Like, it, everything needs to be kind of redacted more or less, but it does regard an old friend of ours, a very old friend, the unicorn friend of ours, which is egress. And this person, this, this dude claims they know for a fact it was 100% an alphabet agency. They know for a fact. Oh. And they put me on a possible path. Because, of course, I asked. I said, okay, so so how how did you find out for, for certainty that this, this was a government agency? And they're like, well, here, here's the path that you're going to have to follow to uncover this information. Okay. So they, as, in, as most people are with certain subjects, they get nervous talking about it because of the possible outreach. You know what I I'll mean? Give I'll give them that. Right. So, I mean, it's, it's fair. I'm not going to argue it. And, and, and not to mention it's a, it's a, it's an avenue to, to travel down now. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. it, it's a hundred percent avenue. And apparently there's somebody in, which I'll tell you off air, but there's somebody, there's <laughs> somebody, right, right. There's, there's somebody in our circle, in our atmosphere that can help verify this information. So they're not, they're not super close with us right now. I, I've been messaging them on and off, you know, trying to set up a show with them and they can apparently verify some of this information. Um, 
So it's going to be an interesting conversation to say the least. Hmm. Hmm. And I mean, it only makes sense. Like a lot of that makes sense. If you kind of recap all of egress, but it, it is interesting for that to be brought back into the topic, you know, into the, the limelight, so to speak. That was always one of the theories that was always on the board. Oh yeah, it was something bigger than what we essentially thought it was. Right. And I mean, after T came in and hit us with all, okay. After the, after the fake number was texting you the DC number. Yeah. And hitting all that stuff. I mean, T was digging around and linking things to Washington, D.C. Yeah. Specifically, specific addresses and all sorts of shit. Right. So. I don't even think we came public with T either. So that this is like officially the first mention of T. (laughs) Yeah. Well, uh, like I said, we're going to eventually, I guess we're going to have to pick it up and do uh, a total recap. Well, Since... and on top of that, we're gonna we're gonna follow this lead without question. Yeah. We're going down it. So yeah, we'll do a recap because I know people on our show never really got the whole story after our interview with the the podcaster that the podcaster that shall not oh. be named. Yes, 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 yes. Because <laughs> we didn't we didn't talk about it on on our show anymore. We talked about it on other people's show, but we didn't right, really go back correct. into it. <clears throat> right. So there's. There's probably a lot of people that listen to our show and don't listen to other shows that are just kind of have stopped at that point. Yeah, and it's scattered in the wind. You know, the story is in fragments across different platforms. Uh, so it, it would be interesting to see what would happen, what, what maybe we can stir by chasing this avenue. That's so weird. That is so weird. Yeah. yeah if it no. is legit, what yeah. kind of fucking psyops dumb shit would that be linked to i feel i i feel like they were targeting a very specific individual probably and we just accidentally stumbled fell on into it yeah <laughs> and we were we were interacting and reacting and they're like hmm let's see how far we can push these two right absolutely absolutely and they didn't, they didn't, they were all in until, you know, we basically did, didn't do what they wanted us to do. And yeah. then they, they pulled, they pulled the rug out from underneath us. So, I mean, if we can narrow this down, that would tie up a lot of loose ends, especially mm-hmm. on, especially on his end, where we thought some. Correct shady things were going on yeah we could have been dealing with the same entity from two separate avenues yeah we're making us both like putting us both at one another it's funny you say that because and like i said i'm not going to get into specifics right now because obviously you and me need to kind of root through the grass so to speak but there are two separate entities involved from the information that i'm getting they're two they're two separate entities but they're one and the same interesting right did oh man now now i just want to talk about this uh 
did he did he give i mean you don't have to say it but did he give a specific agency that he thinks was involved no just huh. said alphabet interesting yeah so which is kind of also down the road that t went correct correct and to be fair charlie charlie chose a different path but regardless it would it would have had to been through an alphabet agency yeah if I remember correctly in that conversation. Yeah. Because Charlie suggested that it was some type of government experimental AI. So it also could lead credence to the black dot SUV that Sean yeah, uh, absolutely. Hundred percent. So it, it kind of it kind of pops the vein open again, you know. And like I said, uh so with that being said, I am going to try to fast track getting in getting a show together with said person in our atmosphere because we need to have a conversation yeah do oh man how uh how close was this person to us when we were delving through all this not 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 at all interesting Just kind of recently, um, past month or two, entered our atmosphere. Interesting. Yeah. You'll know who it is as soon as I say, but I'm not going to say why yeah. I'm on here. Because like I said, I don't, I don't want to... I know that I'm alluding to a lot of possibilities, but I also don't want to make this big thing if it doesn't turn in, out to anything and, and either yeah, way yeah. either way we'll let everybody know you know like uh, hey it just it, it just didn't it just didn't come to fruition that's just all yeah <clears throat> everybody i think everybody has to understand that we like we have no idea what was behind egress we're still as just in the dark as everybody else is so when these little tidbits pop up we go full bore after him to try to figure out what it was. Yeah. And I still need to clear a weekend and call somebody from the North. That's all I'll give there on another government entity that apparently is super fucking bad news, but they want to have a conversation off the record from, from what I gather. And that's assuming he, this person, he or she is still, up to have the conversation about it because last I talked to them, uh, they were stating they did not want to be any part of the show. They were, they were okay with telling the story and then we relay that message in our own way. But I, I said, I, I said, I just flat out told him, I said, I, well, I want the name. I want the name of whatever it is because I'm going to look into them and they said I wouldn't I would highly advise not doing that. Well, we don't. And I'm like, really? Like highly take advice. Right, like how are you going to reach out with that and then not expect us to look into it? Huh. Which also makes sense as to why they could have just dropped us the way they did. They got whatever they wanted to put out to the person they wanted to put it to. It's we were just like possible. this. We were just like this side quest like, oh, these two bumpkins from Illinois are blowing up our phone. Or we could have brought so much light on them after we went on Tony's show and then we went on Sam's show that they're like, oh, shit, cat's out of the bag. Right. 
but since they didn't give any information for it to be linked back to anyone, it they just pulled a plug on it. <clears throat> All right. And, or, or to be fair, what I feel like would most likely happen, they do what the Shadow Corps do best. They uproot, hand off, and rename. Start something different. Yeah, it's the same thing. They just run it with because a lot of times, the, like if if the the NSA has it, they'll hand it off to the CIA. You know, they'll they'll kill, say op, Operation Mouse. They'll kill it with the the NSA, and then the CIA will pick it up and they'll call it Operation yeah. Soda Can. You know, they just read yeah. it. It's the same exact thing, but they make it hard for people like us to follow the paper trail, to follow any trail, yeah. because it just gets scattered to the wind. <clears throat> yeah that is man now you got my wheels turning i don't even know what i was going to talk about tonight i'm just <sighs> they always got to pop back in they always just got to keep the carrot dangling in front of me yeah it's it, it, it's i don't know it, it's cool timing i'll say that um it's they also i'll oh, go ahead I said it's almost exactly the time we got into it two years ago. Yeah, that is weird. Almost that falls is right weird. in line. I don't know. Yeah, that's uh, that's weird. But they also this this dude on the holophone, um, also gave advice for your brother because they said they're worried about your brother. They said, uh. I'll have to I'll have to relay that message to him because I can I don't exactly remember what the procedure they wanted him to follow, but they're worried that a outside entity could be trying to fuck with him. Like a non human type entity? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Solid. Well, right. Not solid, but right. But I they, think he's in here. He he commented. I saw his earlier. name earlier. Yeah, I saw his name earlier. Um they they did give two suggestions as to help with that situation. I said I'll hundred percent relay the the message. But they she this this dude thinks that um your brother is more or less protected. So this thing is finding other ways to try to influence his life because it can't directly like get into him. So it's trying outside ways of of causing chaos. Taking guards off the angle grinder. Well, I don't know that, that was necessarily <laughs> necessarily the entity's fault there, but let that be known, Holocult. Always leave guards <laughs> on your tools. <laughs> Dylan said the same thing. He's like, that explains the grinder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I don't even know what to do with this information now. It's I I literally like it wasn't planned at all. I, I had something completely other else planned to talk about, but like ten minutes prior to us getting on here, I started getting the messages on on the good old holophone. And like mm. I said, I've, ta I've talked to dude before, and he's he has showed me actual conversations with nefarious entity that he's had. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So, so it kind of uh huh. it, it might it might be another kick kick off to the story. You know. What? 
Uh, they are, man. They are my dragon. I'm always going to chase egress until I figure oh, out Oh, that's so is. weird you chose that word. Because that was what I was originally going to talk about tonight. <laughs> was dragons. Synchronicities. Right. I was literally going to talk about that because I was listening to uh, Joe Rogan today. And uh, I was listening to Joe Rogan on the the Boneyard guy from Alaska, which I'm going to tell you right now, if if a zombie apocalypse is going to start, it's going to be because of that guy because he ate 20,000-year-old frozen mammoth. He did do that. We are not a species that's meant to survive for right. very long. Right. He, he said him and one of my old friends, Jack Daniels, got comfy, and they decided because they found a fully frozen mammoth, and they're like, hey, we're just going to barbecue it why not we'll cut a slab off and and try it <laughs> why why would why why i don't know perfectly i don't know. Oh, dude, I've, i don't even know i don't know where this conversation is going now well um what I'm i was getting so i was getting to what i was getting to about the dragons is that and, and it's a really good point i don't know i don't think i don't know if joe was talking to him or if i saw a clip anyways he's talking to this guy and they got to talking about fossils. And Joe was explaining like how difficult it is for something to be fossilized. Like the the environment has to be legitimately perfect for something to be fossilized. And there are apparently Joe's like there are theories out there, and it's a pretty decent one, that dragons actually existed. Because through that time frame, you have an entire part of the planet that is drawing things that they are seeing, right? But if if you if you were to look at a bird's bones, because birds can fly, bird's bones are very porous. They're not dense. So it makes it super, super hard and almost impossible for birds to be fossilized. Not that it is impossible, but it, it, it's extra hard for that to happen. So in theory, if a dragon really existed, its bones would have to most likely be porous. And so it's possible there, there were dragons at one point and they really did. They really did have knights going out and fighting these things. And when they died, they just weren't able to be fossilized because the conditions weren't right for the things to be turned into fossils. And therefore, if we killed them all, which is what he, the humankind is really good at doing, making things go extinct, then it is possible. It's within the realm of possibility that none of them, or at least that we have been able to discover, none of them have been found in fossils. Kind of... Uh... Touching on this subject, but also different. Have you looked at all the medieval paintings where they have knights fighting giant snails? No, but that's awesome. Look, look into it. I, like dozens okay. of paintings of knights fighting snails that are bigger than humans. Okay, so on of all scale, things to be know. afraid of. That's why, okay. Hear me out. <laughs> on a scale from one to ten, how hard do you figure it's going to be to fight a snail? Uh, well, I I I can outrun them, so that's a bonus. Well, 
I but I mean, if, if you had a, a sword, a big-ass sword, and you're supposed to fight a snail, I mean, come on. I feel like my odds are about 100% in surviving that fight. Well, I mean, they didn't they didn't specify what weapons the snails have. That's that's true. That's fair. But just going off about what, snail... what I know about snails, the... I'm saying I'll poke that thing with that sword, and it's done. They're big. Look, at, look it up. Google Google knights versus snails, and it'll bring up all these old ass paintings. That's so of fucking these giant cool. snails. What if the snails nah. have a Gatling gun in their shell? Well, then that, snails that, would win. That changes clearly, the dynamic a little bit. Clearly, the knights won because I know there are no more giant snails. You know, the knights eradicated. Touche, touche. Let's see here. Let's look at these images. Knight oh, yeah. versus snail. There's manuscripts on it. Yeah. yeah. Wow! Wow! There really is. I don't oh, know shit, what the that, hell was this snail going on. is is poking this knight's shield with its little antenna thing. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe see? that thing's got sting. Then that they that is weapons. an equalizer there then. Oh, I see one Maybe dude. There's... He's just praying to it. That's a bad move because it's gonna eat you. Dude, I just be I just be throwing salt. I don't know if salt works on snails the way it works on slugs. Works on slugs. We're gonna try it. They gotta be from the same family. <laughs> right? But for real though. What were That's they weird. doing? That to, is weird to make that a common theme. Like of all the things you could make, uh, like okay, I'm gonna paint this. I'm gonna write this manuscript, and I want to make our knights be the most badass, hardest knights in the land. And what could I make snail. them? What could I make them fight that would make everybody? What fear are you them? doing? A snail? Like, hmm, how about a Obviously. giant snail? Obviously, it's got armor. Uh, that's it. Period. They're they're really slow. They're really slow. They're really slow. Our knights, our knights are going to be uh, have the deficit on speed advantage. So, but I'm, I'm I saw that it pops up every once in a while, and I look into it. And I'm like, what? Why? So many, so many tiny that's things you awesome. can make. You can make giant that would be way worse, like giant wasps. Anything that would be terrible. Anything. Giant, a giant ant. Giant. That would like, suck. What? Whatever those big beetles are, the big ass pinchers, Goliath beetles, or whatever the hell they are, that yeah. would be awful. Yeah. If I was a knight, I would not fight one. No. I'd say, no, nah, fam, I'm good. Yeah, it's gonna cut you in half. I just give the king my sword and I'll be like, here you go, you fight it. <laughs> I'm, out. I'm out. I'm exiling myself. Yeah. Well, people in the chat just eat it. I that's, it up. that's literally what I was looking at right now. I was about to be like, no, <laughs> Gypsy Jenny over she, here she is going to cook that thing. See, she ain't scared. She ain't scared. No. I, hey, what, whatever floats your boat, I ain't trying to eat a snail. I feel like that's, that's like eating a big-ass booger. <laughs> it's got to be similar. <laughs> Just nasty, chewy, slimy. They ugh. sell them at Walmart. We were talking about it Which one, one? Snails or Snails, boogers? Snails, not boogers. Well, they might okay. sell boogers. I don't know. And but I'm sure there's I, a bunch in there somewhere. So I always take I always take weird shit into work and like I just leave it there to see if the guys will eat it. Like I had pumpkin spice ramen noodles I took in there and somebody tried it. And then I found oh, macaroni. And, 
macaroni and cheese flavored ice cream and i took it in there and someone tried yeah, it. So I, was gonna get a, I was gonna get a can of snails and take it in there and see who would eat it but somebody would eat it i have like i i have never eaten a snail been around cooked snails anything like that i have an innate fear that when i open a can of snails whatever that smell is i don't want to smell it I don't even know oh. if snails smell like anything. So it's just the anticipation of opening of it. Opening you don't even the know what it smells can like. Of snails. Yes. I I fuck. With I don't want to be a part of that. I feel like it's probably pretty gross. I'll hunt ghosts. I'll hunt Bigfoot. I'll yeah. run through the forest at night whistling at windigos. I am terrified of opening a can of snails. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing. I didn't even know you could eat them. Oh, yeah, I had to look it up on the Walmart app. That's when gross. I I'm like, because everybody was talking to me in game at work, like, oh, yeah, I eat snails. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, let's go. Bet. Put, put your snails where your mouth is. Gross. Absolutely disgusting. I'm like, do you... Oh, D- Dylan calling me out. I did eat a June bug one time to prove a point at uh, graduation. That's party. disgusting. It was awful. Uh, it did have barbecue sauce on it, though. So, kind of made up for it. No, it didn't. Don't lie. It it was it hundred percent did not. It was a texture thing. It's a texture thing. There you got wings, and they're crunchy. And it wasn't a good time. I can imagine. I did I a lot of like dumb eating, shit. I don't feel like eating any bugs is a smart thing. I did a lot of dumb shit when I was young. So. I said, I think that's the story of everybody. Don't hold life. past Hollow Steve to present Hollow Steve, okay? Just oh, wow. Gypsy, Gypsy has eaten snails. That's interesting. Cooks snails smell like nothing. I used to work at a restaurant. Huh. Well, that, that uh, alleviates my fear a little bit. I always wanted to go on that it. show with Andrew Zimmern, that Bizarre Foods. He always did a Halloween episode where he picked like 15 people and he would cook for them. And he'd like make tarantula and guinea pig and all this stuff. That's gross. I would try stuff. I would probably no. try a snail just once. Mm-mm. As long as I could I'm plug good. my nose. I'm good. I will stick with cooking my steak. That's where I'm at. If there was a giant snail, you could make a snail. You could probably cut a steak out of the giant snail. That the maybe that's why the knights were hunting them. No, we're well, fighting them. People to feed the kingdom. People in the chat here are saying that uh, Psalm 58, the end of it. In I can't even say it right now. <laughs> the fact that you're gonna die is represented by the knight fighting the snail. Oh. Snails are a rep inevitable. of death. Interesting. It is interesting. I still don't buy it because I'm sorry. Of death. A snail mm. is not scary. It's just why not. A, why would a snail be the, represent, the representation of death? It should be the representation of stupidity. The representation of fear of opening a can of snails as or that. what they're going to smell like. Or that. Yeah, snails are weird. I'm not. I'm yeah. not in that camp. What do you think? You think dragons are real at one point? Oh, I don't know, man. I mean, am I putting legit, you on the spot? No, 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 no. I legitimately don't know. Like, I feel like they are. Di- dinosaurs are fucking real, right? What is a dinosaur? Essentially, right. a dragon. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. For sure. 
It could have, dude. It could have just been. But then again, if you believe the depictions of it, it would totally have flames coming out of it. that. That's what makes. That's what sets it apart. The fact that it could breathe fire. Maybe dinosaurs breathe fire. They could have. It's hard. Maybe telling. that's how. That's how cavemen discovered fire. True. They just tamed dinosaurs that breathe fire. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. I've solved I'm, history. Oh, that's the terrifying a giant, yeah. a gigantic Sing- praying mantis. Ugh. Gross. Oh yeah, you, makes you think about mm-hmm. the the mantis extraterrestrials. No, no, those would scare the living shit out of me. Yeah, if I saw a giant praying mantis walking through my house, I would freak out. Uh, yeah, yeah. What if Egress is a giant praying mantis? Maybe it's then, three entities: giant praying mantis, giant snail, uh, government agency. I got dibs on the they're snail. All, they're all working in cahoots. I got dibs on the snail. You got to pick one of the other two. Who says all dragons had to breathe fire? Had fire breath? I don't uh, know. I nobody, wasn't there. It just a lot of it is in the drawings. But maybe I'm sure there are, are some without the fire. But I don't know. Who says that, cool. Who says the giant snails don't breathe fire? <laughs> Checkmate. Now we're changing the game. That's what we do. That's why the knights killed off all the dragons, and they're like, "What's the next most lethal thing on the planet? Giant fire-breathing snails." Okay, I mean, once again, we have solved, solved it. This Hulk is literally Hulk. all we are good at is solving. We chalked, we chalked up another one. Ancient mysteries. We have revised history. I'm, I'm in. I'm in. We have revised history. I like the idea of dragons, though. I think it's cool. I like the idea of just weird shit, period. Yeah, I mean, and then dragons, they're not that far off of uh, Thunderbirds. You know what I mean? In size. (laughs) The chat is going wild. Holocult's on it today. Komodo dragons exist. Burton, Burton hit it up. That's true. I don't know if I can click on these. I'm going to do a test here. Yeah, try it. See if it'll pop up. You Ooh. should be able to. I cannot. That's weird. Solid. But that is... Uh, Probably because you didn't accept the request that I sent you. Because on my end, it still says pending. What I made you an administrator so you could... And it was supposed to go to your to email. Maybe it went into your junk mail. Could have. I don't know how to do stuff. I did that, and you're supposed to be able to do all that stuff. I was just going to say that. uh, Zipless in the chat says, wasn't there some photos that came out recently of a dragon from China? Uh, I saw some videos, actually. And, I mean, videos are so... People can do anything with video editing software now. But it it was pretty cool. So, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. That's the worst part about paranormal phenomena. The further the further into the future we go, the more that evidence gets like washed out by people faking shit. Right. Yeah. And the the less like you could you could have a legitimate the the most clear everybody's like Bigfoot, so they're just blurry pictures, blurry pictures, blah 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 blah. You could have a legitimate, clear, perfect photograph of bigfoot 
Mm. And the very first reaction you get is it's fake. It's fake because it's oh, too yeah. good. Yeah. People hate evidence that's not good enough. They hate evidence that's too good. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. But that's why, like with you and me, we don't give a shit about what anybody says about it. If we saw it, then we saw it. That's all that matters in the end. I don't care if you believe me or not. I think that's why I keep such an open mind about uh, all of our listener experiences because I wasn't there. Yeah, you have to. I have. It's I have only no, fair. Uh, I have no opinion on it because I was not there. I did not right. see what they saw. I did not hear what they heard. I did not feel right. what they felt. I'm just a vessel. I'm just a mouthpiece to put it out there. Right. No, I I 100% agree. I, I have no reason to doubt anyone that submits a story. I have, I have no, and to be fair, I may ask you questions to poke holes in your story and it's not to poke holes in your story. It's to better understand what you went through. It's to better understand because I am a very like a mental visual person where I listen to a lot of times, like when you and me are together and we play an audio or you, or you read a personal story they get submitted. I sit there with my eyes closed. So that way I, I know that I'm paying attention. I don't get distracted by anything. And then I build the image in my head. That's just, that's just what I do. You know? So I just like yeah. to know, you know, and curiosity breeds questions and it, you, exactly. I mean, people should, should ask questions about everything, honestly. Yeah. <clears throat> oh man. This this chat is just flowing. Yeah, it's dope. Hollow fam, you you are on it tonight. I'm yeah, and if, it. I'm not sure how many people are watching on Facebook, but uh, if you are watching and you are trying to leave a comment and you can't, you have to approve Streamyard to do whatever it needs to do. Just throwing that out there. But it seems like the majority of people are on um, YouTube. YouTube, anyway. So, uh, how how do we tip? Uh, we don't actually have tip set up yet, since uh, we're just kind of winging this. Yeah, give us, give us like I've been, I've been working my ass off trying to get everything straight. I, f I figure a month tops, and we'll be ready for all that stuff. Yeah, we should have like. We're not good at doing stuff like we just like doing this stuff as far as like setting up other stuff. We're kind of behind the times. Yeah. So we're yeah. getting there, though. So yeah. Bear with us. We do appreciate the sentiment of you wanting to tip us. Right. So that being said, I, thank you I do. for the idea of a tip. I like this. Boss lot. Oh. I I have started doing a uh, working on an episode that's going to turn into a series of episodes. So I was going to do one on like like I talked about last week the weird footprints, the out of out of history context footprints and dinosaur tracks and that that shit. So I'm just going to do a whole alternative history series that I'm working on. I don't know how many shows it's going to be. It depends on how far into it I go. But since Graham Hancock has got everybody up in the air about his alternative history. I'm like you know what let's just keep stirring the pot a little bit so i started looking into like out of place artifacts and stuff things that aren't are found that aren't supposed to be found where they're found right like as, right or as the timeline goes i started writing that and i'm just going to compile a whole bunch of stuff together 
I've got a bunch of books that uh, talk talk about all sorts of weird stuff that are, are found. Uh, the Coso Artifact, the London Hammer, all, all that shit. That's awesome. I know a lot of them. A lot of them have uh, tried to be debunked, but we'll talk about that too. Uh, just put that put the information out there. I've got some weird ones in some of my old like uh, Reader's Digest books. Like there's some weird shit that's found. That's awesome. Like there's there's one if I can find it. I remember reading it uh, years ago. That these coal miners were digging in this coal mine and they break in they i don't know if they were using explosives or what they were doing but they they broke into this little cavity right way down in the earth way down in the earth and as they're clearing this cavity away they start to find this essentially a tiny workshop they find a little table little tools little hammers that's All awesome miniature shit that's inside this coal mine so that hopefully awesome. i can find that and put it out with these episodes because i read that i and love like, it what what i love what? it absolutely love it <laughs> oh they they said they said like miniature they gave i if i remember right i think they gave the dimensions but well smaller than a human would use um yeah my mom got readers digest i remember that story i have their uh like they released a bunch of books like big thick hardback books about mysteries and stuff and every time i see one i pick them up so i've got like six of these and they're all they're all different like this one's into the unknown and the other one's uh, unexplained mysteries of the world and all this other shit so that's awesome i'm gonna start digging into those and putting those out so that should be should be a banger and it, oh yeah because like i said graham hancock has everybody in the world up in the air about history with his uh netflix documentary i don't know why people are getting so butthurt about it you know how it is yeah that dude that was on rogan with the alaskan boneyard he's found a bunch of bones up there that are said to never exists to be up there he's found dire wolves mammoths all types of stuff badgers uh you name it he's found it up there yeah and i i've got other uh i got a whole bunch of accounts of like like the kensington runestone this huge rock tablet they found that has essentially nordic runes on it they found i think in minnesota or some shit i'm that, going so i want that one essentially shouldn't be there I've got the, there's, uh, I'm trying to find more information on it, but there was a wall found in Ohio with hieroglyphics carved into it. But the information that I found from it, nobody really gave a shit when they dug it up. How "Ah." How do you not find that awesome? People are so weird. It is weird. People are so weird. But then that led to the other wall in Tennessee that had the 4,000-year-old... There's a 900-foot wall they found buried under the under the earth that essentially had some variation of... Man, I can't even remember the language. I talked about it last show. That was like 4,000 years old. That's that crazy. Shouldn't, like, it shouldn't have been there. Yeah, well, that, that, that in itself should 100% suggest that what we know about the past is irrelevant. 
And it, I think that anybody in their right mind would 100% be okay with all the leading scientists coming out and being like, hey, this is what we know as of right now as far as our past is concerned, right? Everything is subject to change. But for some reason, these people, and maybe maybe it's typical dude shit, like the the whole like belt buckle bragging right type of thing, like I'm the one that found this, so my narrative's the right narrative or something. You know what I mean? Like well, when it comes when it comes to history, they don't want to revise it. Everybody's been taught the same shit for right. so long. Right. You start rewriting one lineage of history and you're gonna have to rewrite them all. Yeah, nobody wants to be responsible for firing that first shot. Because well, you start rewriting dumb. history, you're gonna have to rewrite religion, you're gonna have to rewrite probably science because the timeline's all thrown off. It's just it's going to be an avalanche effect of everything that we thought we knew. We don't know. I'm so okay with people, that. People are they like to be satiated and safe. You know what yeah. I mean? They don't they yeah. don't want to have to start over. Well, that and then far. some entities have a vested interest in controlling that narrative as well to keep Oh yeah. Well, you know, one of their lineages there in where it needs to be, so to speak. Yeah. Only, yeah, like Holocult knows, only the winners write the history. Yeah. That's, that's true. Yeah, that's, that's facts. There's just not, not any getting around it. They, uh, like, I wrote, I'm writing the first article on the the Koso artifact, which essentially, you'll hear it in the episode, but I'll talk about it now a little bit since we're just going off here. Uh, these geode hunters were in California and they were out essentially. They own a little rock shop and they go out, find geodes, cut them, polish them, sell them. So they're out geode hunting, collect their geodes, come back home. They're cutting them up the next uh, day. They cut it into what they think this is, what they think is a, just a regular geode. And the dude who owns the shop put a brand new diamond saw, which just chomps through those hard ass rocks. Yeah, yeah. Almost, almost burn it up trying to cut through this thing. He finally wow. gets through it and he looks inside and there's a perfect almost he says it looks like porcelain cylinder inside of this rock and inside the porcelain cylinder is it looks like glass it's clear and inside this clear glass is a copper tube and the outer casing outside of this uh porcelain cylinder is covered in fossilized rock it's got fossilized shells in it it's got shell parts in it that's so essentially, weird. Essentially, it's old as shit. Yeah. Right? Yeah. To be in there to get a fossil sure. rock around it. Right. And they have it x-rayed, and there's other there's other weird parts in it. Also encrusted in this fossilized outer core is something that looks like a nail and something that looks like a washer. So at, they're assuming that at least the outer crust of this thing is at least 500,000 years old. <laughs> so hella old. Okay. They get it x-rayed. As they're looking at it, there is uh, a copper coil in it, too. They, they're assuming it's copper. They're thinking it's the same thing as what ran, it ran through the metal, the middle of this tube. So they have it x-rayed and stuff. Anyway, they, the academics start hearing about it. They start making a spiel. I think this was in the 60s. I don't remember exactly. It starts kind of picking up in the magazines and in the paranormal world where the academics get it. And they write it off as it's just a spark plug from it's a 1920s champion spark plug from a Ford car. 
that just happened to oh. get itself encrusted in all this rock. And that is how that works. That's the, that's how the that final works. answer that they put out. Nothing more, nothing less. I love how they, they branded it too. I love how they branded it. They're like, it, it's a champion spark plug. Because only that would survive. Yeah, I'm just like, how? Like, what? I don't know. Why, would, don't why, know. why is that? I don't know. I don't know. It's it's amazing the the things that we're all willing to believe. Yeah. Uh, so that's that, fucking great. I want to find it. I want to find it because as of the last research that I did, I think the article that I was pulling up is from probably 10 years ago. Mm. They don't know where it's at. Of the three people that... Oh, of course. Of the three people that went out and worked and owned that rock shop, I think only one of them's left alive. And he got so ridiculed that he stopped doing public interviews, stopped having anything to do with it. And they don't know where that specific there's pictures of it all over the place. I can post pictures up on the socials. I probably will when I release the episode. But he just said, uh, you know, nobody's if this is the narrative you want to write that it's a, a spark plug. Then why, why? Why are we talking about it still? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. That makes no sense. It's it was. Uh, and the more the more you look into it, like. There's all sorts of weird stuff. I saw somebody in the chat talk about the Baghdad battery. That's another one that is essentially shows uh, a timeline and a sense of industrialism that should not be in the history that we were taught for some reason like for some reason academia now looks at people thousands of years ago as just being like oh banging rocks together and fire right. bad and all this all this weird shit like they they didn't have the ability to to be so technologically advanced right so i don't know it's i don't either it's a weird road to go down yeah and i mean to be fair you know uh one of the mega disasters without question could have reset humanity i mean it wouldn't take much oh yeah uh to reset humanity Ember Fox just posted uh, a little cutout discovered on February 13, 1961 by Wallace Elaine, Virginia Maxey, and Mike Micasell uh, while they were prospecting for geodes near Olancha, California. Long claimed as an example of an out-of-place artifact, the artifact has been identified as a 1920 era's champion spark plug that just happened to get encased in fossilized uh, rock and shells uh, that are that over so crazy. That is so crazy. Let's say it is a champion spark plug. Did someone from the future go back 500,000 years ago and drop that some bitch in the mud? I mean, that's kind of a fair statement. Hmm? I mean, I'm not, I, I can't <laughs> argue that. Well, I mean, if we want to go down that road, if we want to follow that narrative, all right, cool. It is a champion spark plug. How to get there. I love it. I love it. We just went from spark plugs to time travel. How to, how to get there. You got to have a spark plug to run the flux capacitor. I'm not arguing that. I like it. I like it. I think it's fucking sweet. 
It's, I mean, it's science. Hollow science. That's somebody pointed somebody pointed out on Twitter that, that in the last episode we went from Ric Flair to Solar Flare in the in the <laughs> same breath and no one even noticed it. That's awesome. That is awesome. We are so good at our job. And we we don't we were, get paid. We, we do it for free. To do this. We were we were we do it for born, free. Born and bred to do this. It's so awesome. So freaking awesome. <laughs> Fell out of Doc Brown's pocket. That's what I'm saying. It's freaking but great. the fact that they just write that shit off, they're like, nah, it's it's fine. It's 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 a spark plug. Yeah, that seems to be the typical narrative these days. Yeah, that's what that's I, I just wish I could talk to the person that, that says that. Okay. Okay, it is it is a spark plug. How did it get encased in that rock? I don't I don't feel like many people understand because I truly don't understand the process of as to what it takes for a rock to encompass an object like that. You know what I mean? Like that I mean, the actual the longevity of that because like I know trees will do that. Like they'll eat fences and stuff like that. And that takes years. You know, because because of uh, just the the rate at which it grows, but it's even harder for my mind to, to wrap around um, how a rock encompasses something. Hey, Hollow Colt, the weather's getting nice, and you know what that means? It's cryptid hunting season, and the first rule to cryptid hunting is good footwear. That's why we're excited to announce our partnership with Tacovis Boots. When you're out hunting the dogman or stalking chupacabra, you don't have time to break in boots. That's why Tecovis is so nice. They have first wear comfort. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with their styles when you're out hunting cryptids. And let me tell you, their styles are on point. I've always considered getting me a pair of snakeskin boots, and their pair is mint. They also have crocodile boots, caiman boots, ostrich boots, regular leather boots. They they have it all, and it's it's ridiculously awesome. You can even stop by their the local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. So just imagine yourself getting a pair of legitimate snakeskin Hollow Sky branded boots. How awesome would that be? Nothing is going to intimidate a dog man like a nice pair of gator skin boots. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Yeah, I know. I know, I know it has process. to start... I think it has to start out as mud and then it will encase whatever the artifact is or whatever the print is. And then more stuff will fall on top of it and just kind of protect it to where it just sits for thousands and thousands and thousands mm. of people in, in, so in of, theory, kind of... this, is, this is what they put forth, you know? Right. Right. Uh, how we're supposed to think fossilization works. And then it sits there 
and over time more and more stuff gets compacted on it more and more stuff gets compacted so, on it. and in kind of more than uh, 500,000 years yeah like, like 500,000 like, yeah. years you have this encased uh spark plug or you have a uh dinosaur fossil or whatever the hell you're looking right. for you know right got it yeah that makes sense that makes sense i like it oh man we we've almost been talking for an hour i know you threw you threw me for a loop on the uh egress stuff i knew i, I would. was not expecting that now it's got my wheels turning i wasn't expecting it to be honest with you it just it is what it is Man, now we got it. Now we got all these avenues we got to go down. We got to. I know. I know. We got to check I in know. on our. We got to check in on our sources. See, yeah. see what. Ugh. It better lead somewhere. Is all I gotta say. I hope so. I hope it does. Oh I know. man! What you say? You want to try to take a call or two? See if anybody's feeling frisky. Oh. <laughs> yeah let's give it in just a second hammy dog says update on egress oh you're gonna have to go back to the beginning of the show dog kyle's dropping bombs over here that i didn't even know about uh is this live oh it is live new england dirt roadie what's up yes it, it is, is live we're here kicking it <laughs> trying to do what we do best and there are a lot what's of going people on here. dave it's cool to watch this. Like we we keep track of how many people come in and hang hang out with us every every week. So it went from like forty to forty five to fifty, and now we're consistently having with like sixties in here. So each each yeah. week we're constantly stacking up. Yeah, it seems like 10, 10 more people join it's, in. It's pretty dope. It's awesome. I like it a lot. I I have a lot of fun with it. I always look forward to it. So what do you want, Hollow Colt? You want to get some want to get some weird calls in here or what? Do you want to listen to me and Kyle just pop off? You guys hear us talk all the time. Somebody did say that you have the perfect voice for radio. Who? I don't me? know. It was, in the, it was in the chat. Yeah, way early. Oh. See, that, huh. that's how we work. Kyle has the perfect voice for radio. I have the perfect face for radio. There you go. It is a it is a it's win-win unbeatable duo the win-win all right like, well what would that be it's like the forming of ultron somebody was talking about the autobots maybe the spark plug fell yeah. out of the autobots it could i saw that i think it's true uh all right man i say we open the phone lines we'll That's see what, what happens. this is all about we'll see what kind of weirdness y'all are bringing us yeah I want some I want some weird shit. No pressure. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Maybe Egress will call. And then I can call him chodes. If anybody decides to call. It's not always a guarantee, but you never know. I will turn it up just a hair enough to hear it in case somebody does call because I don't like staring at it twenty four seven. Uh, do you guys have any creepy whisper sound effects? When you talked about Egress, did you play it? Uh, Are you talking no. about that that rapper that goes? Shoo, shoo, shoo. Have you seen that video? Please tell me you've seen that video. Do you know Unfortunately, how awesome it was? You know how awesome it was whenever I saw somebody mix that over top of somebody blowing into an N64 cartridge. 
<laughs> so good. So good. What whatever CERN did in 2012. So good. Take me out of this timeline. So please. good. Oh, I died laughing. Uh, the like, phone, the the phone number is scrolling across the bottom of the screen there. Yeah, it's live. It's ready to rock. Uh, but we did not have uh we did not have whisper sound effects going on in no. uh, egress episodes. No. I mean there are there are things that pop in and out that we could probably explain if we heard it, you know, because we're not that was exactly a, the that was most two audio years friendly. Ago. Yeah, that was yeah. two years ago too. We had a whole different setup back then. We were just yeah. we're still small fish poking the alphabet boys. Yeah, and which I mean we still are, but yeah, kind of, yeah. Yeah. It, like I said, it's not perfect audio. We are, you know, we're a tree trimmer and a coal worker. <laughs> it's just it is what it is. Shovel ops. Yeah, I I want to have the as good of audio as I can figure out, but I've got to figure that out when I can. And that I think we're that takes a little bit. I think we're pretty top tier, but I'm kind of partial myself. So. Yeah, yeah, I'm I am the nothing is ever good enough. <clears throat> I always keep going. Oh man, said I heard them as well. It was like someone had an open mic and didn't know it. I wonder That's what, which episode are, which episode are you guys talking about? Was it when we did the interview with? The podcaster that shall not be named was it when we called the actual numbers very very first or when we went on tony when we went on sam when we who else did we go on uh avery's podcast we talked about avery, it yeah 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 huh. makes me there there was so much weird shit going on when we were in the middle of egress we were it so was overwhelming we were so pulled in so many different directions. Like, like we've said it before. I told Kyle, I'm like, as of right now, the only person that I can 100% trust about anything is you because yeah. there were so many irons in the fire. So many people coming at us in so many different ways about so many different things that we didn't know what to expect. We yeah. didn't know. It, no, we didn't know how to handle it at the time. No, we were new. We had misinformant agents in our own private lives. Yes. Using themselves to throw wrenches in whatever egress was. Yeah, which just sucked which because is, it muddied the water so much. Which is crazy. Yeah, it's dumb. Like it's what it is. Did somebody put them up to it? I don't know. I, 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 I my gut says no, but I can't prove that. Or disprove it, you know. Because I mean, they could have came at us with anything. Oh, you know yeah. What I mean, you know, we just turned into the experiment. The fact that I don't know, I don't know. It's we had weird, so... man. And then T came out of nowhere, feeding us information. Yeah. We still don't know who the hell that is. No. No, and and twisted. Um, we that that was uh wrong one. That was one of the very first things Steve suggested to me. That was my go-to. Yeah, like because when it all happened, I got really worked up about it, and I didn't air the show 
when it was supposed to air because I was I was kind of worked up. And then that night, I made Steve call me, and we sat there. Or I was at, I was even at work too, and we were talking. And I'm like, we have to run through this piece by piece because I have to dissect it. I have to run logic against it. I have to run every avenue that we can run. And Steve's like, like Steve was doubling down on the ARG thing. And then it started to make sense to me. And I'm like, Oh, okay. All right. All right. I'm starting to see this picture. And we started building off that. And then we ended up more or less having to abandon that theory. Not that it's still not a a possibility because it very well could be, but it just doesn't logically, it doesn't make sense because it ended up not going anywhere. No, they 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 had the best form to get their game out there. When we went on yeah. the two two of the biggest paranormal shows on the scene, Tony's yeah. and Sam's, to talk about it, and then they pulled the they being Egress pulled the plug on it. They had the they had the best free promotion they possibly could have had. And, yeah, it went and it went nowhere. There were no, there were no clues. There were no games. There was no nothing. Just that put out, and they wanted to hear. Yeah. Any uh, any like anomalies that anyone found? They didn't. They didn't yeah. give any other clues. They didn't. Right. <clears throat> we had a Twitter account pop up that was messaging mm-hmm. us, and then an an absolutely unconnected big YouTuber were the only two accounts that they interacted with. They actually they even specifically used the term egress when they were when they were commenting. Which and then there was a redditor too that left some eerie ass comment. Yeah. Oh man, well. there there is so much that we dug through that we did not put out there because yeah. once it started getting weird, like essentially after Shauna had the, the SUV incident. Yeah. Yeah. And we started tying things to Washington, D.C. We yeah. pretty much went silent and kept all our cards to our chest because yeah, we had we're to. like, there's already people trying to screw with the narrative. So we have to keep this to ourselves where only we know what's been put forth. That way we can right. slowly try to weed out who's being lame. Right. No, it, that is exactly how it went. And, and you can't. Because if we kept putting if we kept putting pieces out there, that gives more people pieces to pick up and run with and confuse us more. You know, where yeah. we were we're chasing our tail at that point. Uh Burton, if someone from Egress got a hold of you, would you set up a and set up a meeting, would you go instantly? I would have went then. If they gave me an address, I would have went. I was I was a hundred percent committed to figuring out what the hell it was. Well, you know, I can't let him go by himself, so Kyle's guilty by association by, by proxy. <laughs> I got to have a getaway driver. Yeah, I got to have somebody be... film. I've got to have somebody filming it so we can put it out to you guys. Oh, it's going to be, be, I don't know. Not going there. But yeah. It would what be, if they were be interesting. They were remote viewing you guys. Uh, we've ran through uh, that theory as well. Yeah. Yeah, there's, man, there's like we, we literally went as as hard as our brains could go. Like there would be days we'd have conversations, and after that conversation, I would just be so mentally exhausted, just trying to just use my brain in in a capacity that it's not supposed to be running. 
<laughs> AI guys in here. You, you got boys on the roof across the street. Uh, yeah, that's basically what I was getting. <laughs> like, it, it would be, it would be an interesting meetup. <laughs> it would be interesting. Um, Hammy says, I think it's one of those things where they want people to come across it egress organically, but they don't want it on billboards for the whole world, world to see. Then it kind of blows their cover in a way. I thought about that too, but essentially the only, the only point of origin that we found from egress was one single flyer in one single cul-de-sac. If you're going to do an ARG, why would you start it like that? Right. To where, I mean, essentially, unless it ties all the way back to the first person who found it to post it and then try to get it to take off that way, it could have been. But it was so far set up because it was interacting with so many people differently. Like there was other podcasters that were interacting with it too. And the way it was set up to to respond to us and it was it was so weird. Yeah, the whole thing's weird. And it's like you said, it, it is our white whale. It's something that I don't think we'll ever stop chasing. I'm curious about all this new information. Yeah, I think I think I think at first you're probably going to be super skeptical because it's what you do. You're always yeah. forever more skeptical thing, than me. The first thing I'm going to do, yeah, you go head first into stuff. My cow will pull yeah, back. That's what I do. I'm like, we like, that's how well do. do we? How well do we know the source here? Right. No, and it's, it's all fair. It's all fair. Start with the source and see yeah. how far you want to chase it. Yeah, but at the same time, I have I have no reason not to believe these people in my eyes. You know, until until the the path is followed. And then we start finding reasons to either f believe them or just start to discredit the information that's been given. You know, we've done our due diligence before and figured out stuff. So, uh, didn't one of the egress phone numbers come from Tennessee? Yes, the egress number, the area code was was for a Tennessee number. Uh, the flyer was found in Texas, and it had a Tennessee number. There were. Uh, it gets confused the way that we came about it. So it gets linked to these other dream flyers, like Colleen said, the one in Portland, but that's not connected to egress. When I called them out on it, I specifically asked them via communication, are you tied to these other dream flyers? And they said, no, we have nothing to do with those. So that's where it kind of, the only reason we bring that up is that's how we found, I was doing an episode on the weird flyers. And Egress just happened to be another weird flyer that I stumbled, uh, stumbled across. So they get kind of tied together. Egress, the only Egress flyer that was ever found was the one found in uh, Austin, I believe. And then when we had the interaction with the podcaster that shall not be named, uh, it brought in all the Aleister Crowley shit. Like yeah. that was that was a whole nother level, which was brought to our attention that Crowley had ties has deep ties to Austin. Yeah. Where the flyer was posted. Cause at first we're like, what, 
what what the hell is any of this Crowley should have to do with anything? This is this is stupid, blah blah blah. Then as we're circling back around here, sometime last year, we're like, holy shit, Austin, Austin is is when we was talking about. to it's when we were talking Shane. to Mark. Oh, Mark, yeah. From uh my family thinks I'm crazy. Yeah. Yeah. He brought it up about how there's big occult ties down that way. So very interesting. Uh, the 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 occult is very interesting. Uh, Dave, did you reverse look up? That was the first thing I did. I got on Spokio and on ran ran everything. The only thing that we knew that we find out was that it was a Google VOIP number. Yeah, and that was it. And from there, outside of probably getting a subpoena, I don't think you can track a a Google Voice number to a specific user because they're constantly recycled which is what has happened now after we went on Tripoli's show the number got recycled and it is yeah uh, it stopped somebody somebody else's number now which is crazy absolutely crazy because that that voicemail changed several times over the years and then we go on Tripoli, and right after that it stops dead in the water yeah um uh oh, did you hear that? Sounded like Steve's name was just called out. Called out from where? I didn't hear nothing. I didn't either. <laughs> no, but I will end up listening. I'll make a mental note. Hour and six minutes. I'll write it down. Uh, Burton, where in Texas was it found? I think it was found in Austin. I'll have to go back and get all my information. Like, <sighs> I've just kind of set it aside for a while. After that, after you the wanna, VOI, hey. You want to take yep. a phone call? Yep, do it to it, Lars. Hello. Hey, is this Kyle? Yes, it is. What's going on? How's it going? This is Jeremy What's calling up? from Santan, Arizona. What's up, buddy? Oh, sick. What's Not up? Not a whole lot. <laughs> Hello, Hall of Colts. Sorry, I'm a little <laughs> nervous here. No, you're fine. Uh, we're all just one big weird family here. That's right. That's for sure. Well, I got a... I got a bunch of stories I'd love to tell. Yeah. Some about sleep paralysis, some about ghosts, some about orbs. So right on, man. Let's talk um, weird. Okay. Well, I guess I'll start with sleep paralysis. I know that's kind of a uh, popular subject, but I feel like everybody kind of has their own perspectives. I, um, <clears throat> When I first moved to Arizona, I was in about the third grade. And during that move, I had got super sick. And the doctors couldn't figure out what was wrong with me when I had gotten here. And they had done multiple tests and spinal taps. And eventually, my mom ended up coming in a week later. And she was like, did anybody check for strep? Doctor didn't eventually check for strep, and sure enough, that's what it was. But oddly, during while I was sick, that's when I had first experienced sleep paralysis. And all I can remember from my first experience was that it was almost as if I was laying underneath a super heavy waterfall, and I was helpless. It was super loud. It was super heavy. And I just wanted to 
yell and cry, you know, being a kid, hearing your dad walk around and not being able to call him or speak his name. It's a little frightening. And so that slowly continued on. And I realized that my siblings were having similar experiences but there's a couple years after that, um, there's one instance in particular that, that sticks out to me. I was laying in bed, and it was probably around 11.30, close to midnight. And at this point, I had come accustomed to knowing that I'm about to fall into sleep paralysis. For me, I don't wake up into it like some people do. I kind of fall asleep into it so I can feel my body start to relax and I can feel this weight on my chest. And it's almost as if there's a bus laying on top of me and no matter how much you can try to fight it, if you're just a second too late, it's almost as if it's, you're just trapped. Now I'm sitting here, I'm laying on my back, And I'm staring at my closet and my closet door is open and I see this shadowy figure crawl, not from the the floor, but crawling from the top of the doorway onto the wall. I watched it crawl down, disappear. Next thing you know, it's in my sheets and I just felt it consume me. I immediately woke up and was, uh, I was just in a panic. I mean, trying to recall how I felt, you know, it's seeing something like that. It's a little surreal. Yes. No. I would, I, I would <laughs> say so, man. My uh, sleep paralysis, as I've mentioned on the show, I, I have never seen an entity uh outside of that one weird dream that i had here recently but when i get it it's it's i can't move and it's just an innate fear like i i am absolutely yep. terrified of what's what's gonna happen yeah <clears throat> now that's that's the only instance i've ever seen an entity but um the more it's happened the more i've kind of realize that if the quicker I calm myself and try to breathe through it, that the quicker it dissipates. Now, since, you know, kind of realizing that, it's really been a couple of years since I've had sleep paralysis. Now, it'll happen every once in a while, but not nearly as consistent as what it used to be, which I find kind of interesting kind of losing that fear but yeah almost almost like now that you've you've kind of harnessed the ability to get yourself out out of it that it's like it's not quite as interested in you as it was before yeah that's and i kind of got to that thought process by listening to you guys actually and I've, i've been wanting to call and call 
and this is my first time catching you guys on a live chat. And so I just kind of forced myself to press that button and, and call, you know. Awesome. We're glad you did. And they they do say with, and this could be controversial, but they do say that with sleep paralysis, for some people, there's a theory that that is the beginning of being able to astral project. Astral project. Yeah. Yes. Yep, oh. and I feel like I have done it subconsciously, but I haven't done it consciously yet. I've tried a couple times, but I kind of fear I'm not ready for that yet. You know? Oh, I'm I'm with you 100, percent 100. percent So I'm I'm just kind of letting that happen as it may. You know, if I find myself floating above my bed, well, shit, you know. <laughs> it is strange that it's strange that your your siblings are experiencing it too at a similar yeah. time i haven't yeah i don't know that i've heard of like group essentially group sleep paralysis that is that's weird yeah that's that is weird now i was the one that kind of seemed to get it most frequently i mean this will happen at school it will happen like falling asleep on a road trip it literally anywhere you can lean your head to rest i've like you're i found myself in sleep paralysis and you're sitting there scared and you don't want anybody to wake you up because you don't know what will happen to you you know you don't know if your body's gonna freak out or or what but anyway that's pretty much my sleep paralysis take that is strange the the entity like when you said you felt it consume you that was gross (laughs) i that was gross not necessarily consume me i felt it i almost felt it crawl in my mouth that's gross that's even worse which is even worse (laughs) that is even worse that's terrifying I couldn't I couldn't imagine experiencing that, especially if it was like one of them ultra vivid things, because I've never had it. So I don't know what it's like, but if it's ultra vivid and then it's one of them where you you come to whether it's you wake up or whatever you want to call it and you mm-hmm. like you're convinced in your mind like this legitimately happened. That's oh, that's, yeah. that's absolutely terrible. And. You you wake up in the morning and you're trying to convince yourself like no that's just a dream but right. who the hell knows that is crazy dude Absolutely I've got to crazy. the point where I can kind of wake myself up once it uh-huh. happens it hasn't happened in a while but I'll I'll once I find once I know like oh shit it's happening again then I can start consciously being like wake up wake up wake up wake up wake up and eventually it'll get to the point where I'll wake myself up. Like my adrenaline. Do you ever feel like if you miss that certain time mark that you're stuck, or is it just something that I don't know? When I get in there, I'm just trying. Like that's the only thing I can focus on is wake (laughs) up, wake up, because I feel like something. I feel like essentially something's in my house and it's trying to get to me. I never see it. I never hear it. There's just this innate fear that something is in here and something wants to hurt me. So once I once I'm conscious of the fact that I Mm -hmm. am in sleep paralysis. I my sole focus is to wake myself up. And that's it. Yeah. Like, I gotta get out of here. It's like a it's like a fight or flight 
kind of thing and i'm not trying to fight whatever's in my house in my dream <laughs> that's definitely a mighty five yeah <laughs> but oh it's something else that popped in my head i've i remember waking up to somebody sneezing in my ear waking up and no but it was like two o'clock in the morning does it happen pretty frequently that was the only instance only time only time with that one interesting but um okay this is this is a pretty interesting story i don't want to take too much time so i'll i'll try to make this one a little quick right on but um it's it's probably like 11 o'clock at night i'm in high school it's a school night and um my whole family's asleep except me my older brother and i'm laying in bed and i hear three loud consecutive knocks come from the bathroom and um i go outside and i meet my brother out there and we're like what the hell was that sound and we kind of just pass it off like, oh, it was probably our brother rolling over and hitting the wall in his sleep. I'm like, All right, whatever. Good night. And so later on the next night, it's 1130, close to 12 p.m. We hear the same thing, three consecutive knocks, this time almost louder. And my dad was awake this time. And so me, my brother and my dad come out and now me and my brother are like okay this is a little weird my dad just kind of passes it off and we just go back to bed and the next night nothing happens but the following night we hear three consecutive knocks again and so i'm a little freaked out at this point um i was the only one who had heard the last three knocks and I had mentioned this to my brother, but he was sound asleep at the time. And so the following week, um, I used to work at Tractor Supply. And so I had got off around 9 p.m. after school. And I'm getting home. And it's just my brother there. And he's like, holy shit, dude. Like, something's in the house. I'm like, what the fuck? What do you mean? He's like, dude, something was literally running up the stairs. I shit you not. It's just me and Brody here. And it happened like two or three times. This may not be 100% accurate. This is his story. This is just my vibration of what he told me. Um, but after he had heard the the steps, he was just trying to stay calm and play with my dog and so he's throwing the toys around and he throws the ball and it rolls into the other room so my dog runs and comes to like a halt we have a tile floor so he kind of slides but he stops and he looks and he stares at something in the room and he says about five or six seconds go by and he sees the ball slowly roll back to my dog, who then slowly picks it up and then turns away back to my brother. <laughs> so he tells me that, and I'm like, holy fuck, dude, we got to get out of here. 
<laughs> That's so, weird. Did you ever, were there ever any other like strange occurrences in the house? Or was that just kind of a... No, but there was, I'm pretty sure there is a conclusion to it. And I'm still trying to figure out if it was real or not. So we talked to our mom about this. And she she just kind of laughs at us. And we're like, what the hell? And she's like, oh my gosh, it actually happened. <laughs> and we're like, what do you mean? And so apparently... The week before that, she had went on a date with a couple of her girlfriends to a um, this bar that's only known by word of mouth. And apparently, this bar used to be an underground railroad. And so they got a tour you can go on and view some of the rooms they used and kind of get a, a glimpse of, of that. And what they tell, tell you in the tour is that the place is haunted by three children. And <clears throat> apparently while they were, while this was in progress, um, there was like this daycare room set aside for the children. The, uh, the ceiling collapsed in the room and there was only like two survivors. Oh. And so rumor has it, these three kids haunt the area and pick certain people to follow home and tease. So she tells us this after the fact and we're like, well, what the fuck? Do we just have these ghosts now? But apparently she had gone back with my dad and, um, Kind of did the same tour and whatnot, and that that was pretty weird. <laughs> you hear a lot, like in Waverly Hills, I believe they have on one of the floors uh, bouncy balls that roll that you can roll and will supposedly roll back. Uh, I used to do investigations at this uh, haunted antique thrift shop, and the upstairs was an old abandoned apartment that. Mm -hmm. supposedly haunted by a child and they would leave toys and balls and stuff up in the crawl space of this apartment and when they would come back they would be moved around as well so mm -hmm. you do hear that's you do hear that often yeah i it would have been nice to get a little warning from her though you know <laughs> You're right yeah <laughs> Uh, We're bringing home, bringing home yeah. unwanted guests. Yeah, give me a heads exactly. up. Exactly. <laughs> well, we appreciate you uh, biting the bullet and calling in. Oh shit! Yeah, I mean, I, I can just talk all day. I got so many stories, and I talk to so many people with. They have so many stories, and it's it's just crazy that once you start getting these connections with the people, and how much they start opening up to this stuff, it's. It's cool. I'm glad I found you guys. Right, we're glad you found us. Yeah, definitely. For well, sure. um, I'm I'm gonna send you guys a video. Um, my friend's sister, she caught a couple orbs communicating to each other in a ring camera. That might be pretty interesting to you. Awesome. We um, we try to had it. Some people 
try to decode it and try to classify what they were. I'm not too sure on what the results came back with, but you guys might find it interesting. Awesome. So, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Send it our way for sure. Will do. Well, I appreciate you guys. Thanks for listening to my stories. Absolutely. You have to call and... back sometime with the more. Yeah, thanks for sharing yes. with us. Definitely. Well, I'm excited to hear your next podcast. Awesome, buddy. Awesome. Stay oh. safe and stay weird out there. Of course. You too, guys. We'll right. see you. Bye. See ya. I, uh, looking through the chat here, and Sheila said that happened to us at the Velisca Axe Murder House, too. The ball would roll back and forth in the kids' room. We may be going there. We may be going there soon. Yeah. So we'll have to test that experiment out if we make it up that way. That'd be that'd be wild. That would be wild, man. I've heard uh, a lot of people in the chat talking about seeing a white light as you're falling asleep. I see it. That's so here we go. Synchronicities again. Don't tell the new Kirks we're using their term, but two nights ago I was laying in bed and I was just about to fall asleep and it flashed through my eyelids. The the white bright light. So much so that I I literally opened my eyes and checked. Oh yeah. Like to look just like is someone messing with me? Because it's yep. it's bright. But it is it is strange that they brought it up in the chat. Uh, here is another very interesting one right here. A dim blue light. Dim blue light. Well, through my through our good buddy Ed, supposedly that could be a sign that you're being paid a visit by the Archangel Michael. Oh. Yep. Pretty interesting. It's it's definitely food for thought. You know, I'm not sure where you stand on all that. And realistically, it doesn't matter. Um, it, it is it's something to consider. You know, I would look into it if you're interested. And um, since we're on egress so so much, our friend Alexis from the Great Unsolved podcast was in touch with them when we were going through all when we were going heavy into egress, and they talked to her about instances of the blue the blue curtain. Yeah. Are there any instances of you seeing the blue curtain specifically in the forest? But we can if we're just connecting things where they can be connected. Weird. Yeah, for sure. And no problem. Like I said, uh <laughs> it's weird that I even remembered that about the Archangel Michael. But I was just having a conversation with Ed once and he brought that up. I don't know if it was me specifically or if it was in the Discord in general, but I do remember him saying that seeing flashes of blue light like that could be a sign of uh, Michael, which is pretty awesome. I mean, you know, by all accounts, that's a pretty good sign. Like, it's not yeah, bad. So <laughs> you would think that would be a positive, right? Right. So you know, not not a bad deal at all. Oh. I see Maynard's Maynard's in the chat. Hope you're doing well, my friend. Yes. Talking about synchronicities. That's funny because I was just about to buy this book. See if I can hold it up. Uh, can anybody see that? Yeah. yeah. 
It's uh, Through the Eyes of Science, Myth, and the Trickster Synchronicities. I thought it'd be interesting to it's do a title. episode on. Are but, they specific on the, the trickster? I don't know. Or is it just like a, the, the phrase? I think... Uh, I, I don't really have any information on it. I saw right, the trickster right thing on. tied into the synchronicities, and I was right like, on. okay. Yeah, I, I term, was just curious as to yeah. how it played out. Yeah, that term gets thrown around. We, well, I'm not thrown around, but we've heard it quite a bit. Yes, here recently. Uh, Maynard is getting better. Good, good, good to hear. Awesome. Well, Hollow Colt. We're pushing that time again. Yep, hour and a half. The chat has been fire today. I know we talked oh, yeah. a little bit. We talked a little bit longer than we normally do, but right. We got all that. Got into all that egress stuff, and once you open those gates for me, it just goes. Yeah, for sure. But again, thank you all for hanging out with us. Yeah, we Be greatly sure appreciate it. Tune in next weekend, Wednesday, 8 o'clock. Share the show. Yeah. The more people we get in here, the better. The more weird calls we'll get. Uh, make sure you go through and follow all these other content creators that are hanging out yeah. with us. Uh, Local Legends with Burton, uh, the Paranormal Trucker Podcast, the AI Guys. Um, man, I don't know if I missed anybody mm-hmm. trying to cruise through. Uh yeah, just just support. Well, thank, yeah, thanks thanks to everybody for. I see a lot of people saying thank you and uh, no, thank you, thank you for coming in and hanging out. Like this means the world to us. Uh, and like Steve said, keep sharing this so we can make it bigger. Because obviously, it's like anything else. The bigger it gets, the more people we're going to call in, the more comments we're going to have, and it's just gonna it's gonna turn into its own thing which would be amazing. Like it's like, I feel like we're, we're just one episode off of getting them. And I'm not in any way, shape or form comparing, but them are bell calls, the fucking weird ones. The like ones someone, where fly, someone flying over area 51. Yes. Just crazy ones. <laughs> hey, I, y'all piss excellent. See y'all later. <laughs> <laughs> It's from all the monster we drink. For sure. We're actually cutting back on the monster. Yeah, we're trying to get a little bit healthy. That well, way we can I wouldn't around. go that far. I said a little bit, okay? <laughs> a little bit. We we got to stick around until we can figure out what the hell Egress is, at least. Right. Hey, there's Kenneth. Uh, oh, Kenneth is in here, too, chilling. Yeah. All of the, so many of the Discord people. If if the if you're in the chat and you're not a part of the Discord, you need to go. You're missing out. Yeah, you're missing out. It is just a little weird chunk of the internet that's just wonderful. It's just a good place to be. A lot of great minds over there. A lot of great people. Colleen's in here. Uh, Troy's in here. Birdie. Oh boy, yeah, Birdie's in here. I was actually listening to uh, Paranormal Portal, and I heard uh, our friend Birdie on there <laughs> sharing a story. That's so, awesome. Making his rounds. That's awesome. I I love everybody coming in here and hanging out. Yeah, it's dope. It is it awesome. Is it's it grows way a little cool. bit. It grows a little bit each time. 
I know it's weird. It's really weird. All you freaking weirdos. Hollow cult forever. Total bug. It's not hard. Just get into Discord and people will help you through it. Yeah. If you, I think you have to sign up, get in there. Uh, they're, they're kind of like, they're like unofficial moderators. Like Autumn's yeah. in there, Colleen's in there. They all, uh, Jenny's in there. They all help everybody. They'll lead you in the right way. It's just, it's basically just like a, uh, just a little chat for them. I've got a whole yeah. bunch of little rooms you can pick and like, it's not all paranormal weirdness. I got like, hey, share a picture of your pet or share your favorite recipe or tell us what you're doing during your day. Or, you know. Yeah, that's that's one of my favorite things is the fact that like whenever somebody cooks something awesome and they just post it and everybody's like, damn, that that sound that looks like it hits the spot. Like, this know. is great. <laughs> it's the worst when I'm at work and I'm like eating vending machine snacks. I call it the trash hole. You know the trash oh, hole. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'll have like a bag of cheese its and somebody posts like like Jenny posts f- fucking short ribs the other day, and I'm like, <sighs> yeah. Get oh, it's awesome! Here. It's awesome. So good, man. I wish. So good. Hopefully, they come up with a Discord where they you can just reach in and try everybody's food. Yeah, that would be uh, that would be perfect. That would be perfect. Uh, Birdie says, "I was on Paranormal Portal." Uh, yeah, he was doing an email read in, and I mean, it. They said Birdie Cuda, so I just assumed it was you. Did you send an email into Paranormal Portal? Because maybe there's multiple. Birdie Cudas out there. And Madison, yes, we still have the haunted doll. Oh yeah. She's in the background. Uh yeah. She's up up on the shelf up there. Yeah, she's hiding up there. She makes an appearance every once every once in a while. Hollow cult potlucks. One of these days. One oh, oh Colleen. Dude, be awesome. Yeah, Colleen was showing pictures of some fire cheesecake the other day, and I'm like, that that's Steve. My Steve does like cheesecake that a lot. <laughs> it's it is. Colleen was on Paranormal Portal. Oh, awesome. It it's weird because like I'll fall asleep to a podcast plan and it just kind of goes through and picks out like whatever my my interests are. And I woke up and I heard I think his name's Brent, the host of Paranormal Portal. He's like, I'm doing an email, uh, people who send emails in, and he's like, This one's from Bertie Cuda from uh Idaho. So I'm like that that there's 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 too much connection there for it not yeah. to be who I think it is, you know. Well, that's awesome. Oh yeah, it is. That's me. I was like, what a small world that it just happened to pick that up and play it here today. It was today actually when I got home from work. I was just laying down in the bed, and it popped up there. That's awesome. But oh yeah, everybody's calling for a hollow hollow potluck. Well, All right. One of these days. One of these days. Oh. Speaking Hollow of, camp, he'll get set re- off. Another thing, real quick. This will be, um, on air production meeting. Um, <laughs> I think I figured out a way. I mean, we'll have to search, but I think I figured out a way to do night shift live live. Like have a live show in real person and do night shift live at the exact same time. Oh yeah. Where live, we can take phone, yeah. Where we can take phone calls live, live. with people in the building and everybody here. Watching. Yes. Studio audience. Yes. 
I think that would be. Sick. I've been rolling that around in my head, and I'm like, this makes sense. This makes sense. That would be sick. Like try to do something on Halloween maybe this year. That would be sick. And then have like a massive, like a two-hour event, like a live live, where everybody here can hang out, and then we have real people in person hanging out. Because by then, you know, we've already got a couple mics. We can set mics up in the area for people to share. We can have people call in. We'll have a bunch of different options. Yeah, I think. I think you're onto something there. Yeah, we've 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 talked about the idea. We flirted with the yes. idea. I think I, finding finding the right venue is yeah, gonna that, be that'll key. be key. Yep, hundred percent. Cheesecake for life, gang gang. Uh, Dylan's in here. That'd be rad. What having cheesecake? Having cheesecake is rad. Yeah, I wish I, I had some right now. I like some cheddar cheesecake. I have not strawberry made cheesecake key. that strawberry I don't keys, like. Cheesecake. I kept saying cheesecake. <laughs> strawberry cheesecake. <laughs> Call it too live, too dope, too live, too wicked. Holocult right. live, too wicked. Troy, you're on to you're on to it. You're on the path. You're on the what path. What if? Oh man, what if we could book it at Pier Marquette, which is haunted anyway? There you go. And there's also rooms where if people wanted to come in from out of state, they could stay there. That's true. And we could do we got to make sure they have good internet there they don't because it's in the middle of nowhere well then that poses First a problem off, that's true so hollow barbecue uh, i'm game i like the barbecue i'm game i've seen the pictures people post in the discord food network or oh my the discord food network. that's what it is I'm, I'm game yeah that means we have to start our own hollow food network now yeah I I am thing. the guy Fieri of my generation. That'd be awesome. Colleen, that I probably would have liked the cheesecake. I probably would have liked the cheesecake. It's it's fire. What's man? Everybody keeps coming and going. Like I'm watching the numbers, and they just go. Yeah, just. But anywho. Yeah, we got to get going. We have work in the morning. You had to just kill the bugs. Hey man, it is what it is. It's just reality right now. It is. it is reality. I am not looking forward to it. Confined space Thursday. Woohoo! Yay! Like, I'm a big dude, so most spaces are confined spaces for me. But then you got to put me in a confined space, so it's like extra confined. Not excited. I can imagine. But training a new guy, so you know how to go. He can fit. It's all training. He can training. fit. Right on. Well, anyway. Yep. It's time. That. It's time. So, Hollow Cult, stay weird. Stay safe. Share Night Shift and the regular show as much as you can. What's up, Virgil? Oh, I did see Virgil in here. What's up? All right, no more sidetrack. No more sidetrack. Okay. But, yeah, stay safe. Stay weird. What's up, Virgil? And until we meet again, uh, where am I going with this? Uh, Send cheesecake to our P.O. box.